I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. It seems like only yesterday, and if you look at the headlines from Iraq this week about suicide bombings and heightened sectarian tensions, it actually seems like the war there is still on. The conflict officially ended, from an American perspective at least, in late 2011 with the withdrawal of most U.S. troops. The war's impact, though, lingers, especially in Iraq. Jane Araf reports from Baghdad for Al Jazeera English and the Christian Science Monitor. Jane, media outlets like ours are all geared up to note the 10 year anniversary of the start of the war there. Are Iraqis doing much about it? That's really interesting, Marco. They're absolutely not. You know, I keep asking people is there going to be a holiday? Do you remember where you were? Are you going to commemorate it? And they say basically they're just trying to survive one day to the next. One person said to me, you know, the only thing I remember is the last car bombing. I mean, that sounds a lot more grim than it actually is, but anniversaries of that kind really do not resonate here. And I think that's probably because this is a country that reinvents itself pretty much every other day. So much happens and so much changes that they don't really look back to 10 years ago. What's life like these days for Iraqis? Compared to 2003, it's a lot more... It's almost uncertain. I mean, you'll remember those days just after Saddam Hussein fell when everything felt like it might be possible. Now the possibilities have sort of narrowed. It's getting quite a lot more precarious, I would say. Disputes between the North and the South and then the West, what's happening with Syria. There are a lot of influences swirling within the country and outside the region. So day-to-day life, I mean, people get on with their lives. They go shopping, they go to work, they go to school, but there isn't any real sense of certainty. There isn't any sense that things are really getting better, that it's on an onward track. I think that's it, really, that everything seems in play at the moment. And when you consider all the blood and treasure spilled, which we'll be reporting more on on the show next week, I mean, do you ever hear Iraqi saying, yeah, that was worth it, or, well, that was really a mistake, we were better off before? You hear a lot of people saying that was a mistake, but you never really know whether they mean it. I mean, just the thought that people would say, after all these 10 years, after the trillions of dollars spent, after the tens of thousands of lives lost, it wasn't worth it. That's such a heartbreaking thought that it's it's hard for people to say it. And when you do hear people say it was better under Saddam, I almost try to pin them down and say, really, what do you mean exactly? Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing is, and the sad thing is, you hear people say that even people who lost relatives who were imprisoned or executed under Saddam Hussein. But I think really what it goes to is that what Iraqis have lost in addition to the ones they love is a sense that they know what the next day will bring. That has been completely lost. The next day could bring a normal day at work, or it could bring another car bomb. How has all this uncertainty today kind of changed Iraqis' views of the United States and of the Americans? You know, I was sitting with a group of young political staffers in Parliament the other day, and one of them said to me, I want to ask you a question. And I said, sure, expecting the usual kind of lecture about the United States, and this was all about oil. He said, does the United States even think about us anymore? And it was really poignant. Everyone was glad to see the U.S. soldiers leave, pretty much. Nobody wants foreign troops on their soil. But there is a segment of the population here that feels like their country is broken and the Americans broke it, and then they left without fixing it. Freelance journalist Jane Araf in Baghdad. Jane, as always, thank you very much. Thank you, Marco.